Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and the lifting up of my hands being evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the device and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 21 on page 365 and Psalm 24 on 368. The king shall rejoice in thy strength, O Lord. Exceeding glad shall he be of thy salvation. Thou hast given him his heart's desire and hast not denied him the request of his lips. For thou shalt meet him with the blessing of goodness and shalt set a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked life of thee, and thou gavest him a long life, even for ever and ever. His honor is great in thy salvation. Glory and great worship shalt thou lay upon him. For thou shalt give him the everlasting felicity, and make him glad with the joy of thy countenance. And why? Because the king putteth his trust in the Lord, and in the mercy of the Most Highest he shall not miscarry. All thine enemies shall fill thy hand, thy right hand shall find them that hate thee. Thou shalt make them like a fiery oven in time of thy wrath. The Lord shall destroy them in his displeasure, and the fire shall consume them. Their fruit shall thou root out of the earth, and their seed from among the children of men. For they intended mischief against thee, and imagined such a device as they are not able to perform. Thou shalt, therefore thou shalt put them to flight, and the strings of thy bow shalt thou make ready against the face of them. Be thou exalted, Lord, in thine own strength, so will we sing and praise thy power. Psalm 25 Unto thee, O Lord, will I lift up my soul, my God. Psalm 24 I... Oh, sorry. The Lord, the earth is the Lord's, and all that is therein, the compass of the world, and all that there dwell, 
therein. For he hath founded upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, and who shall rise up in his holy place? Even he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, that hath not lift up his mind unto vanity, nor sworn to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord, and the righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, even of them that seek thy face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? It is the Lord strong and mighty, even the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? Even the Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Glory be to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the book of Micah. The word of the Lord that came to Micah of Moresheth in the days of Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, which he saw concerning Samaria and Jerusalem. Hear, all you peoples, listen, O earth, and all that is in it. Let the Lord God be a witness against you, the Lord from his holy, holy temple. For behold, the Lord is coming out of his place. He will come down and tread on the high places of the earth. The mountains will melt under him, and the valleys will split like wax before the fire, like waters poured down a steep place. All this is for the transgression of Jacob, and for the sins of the house of Israel. What is the transgression of Jacob? Is it not Samaria? And what are the high places of Judah? Are they not Jerusalem? Therefore I will make Samaria a heap of ruins in the field, places for planting a vineyard. I will pour down her stones into the valley, and I will uncover her foundations. All her carved images shall be beaten to pieces, and all her pay as a harlot shall be burned with the fire. All her idols I will lay desolate, for she gathered it from the pay of a harlot, and they shall return to the pay of a harlot. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy, I hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of the Epistle to the Romans. 
What advantage then has the Jew, or what is the profit of circumcision? Much in every way, chiefly because to them were committed the oracles of God. For what if some did not believe? Will their unbelief make the faithfulness of God without effect? Certainly not. Indeed, let God be true, but every man a liar. As it is written, that you may be justified in your words, and may overcome when you are judged. But if our unrighteousness demonstrates the righteousness of God, what shall we say? Is God unjust who inflicts wrath? I speak as a man. Certainly not. For then how will God judge the world? For if the truth of God has increased through my lie to his glory, why am I also still judged as a sinner? And why not say, let us do evil, that good may come? As we are slanderously reported, and as some affirm that we say, their condemnation is just. What then? Are we better than they? Not at all. For we have previously charged both Jews and Greeks that they are all under sin. As it is written, There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. They have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does, does good, no, not one. Their throat is an open tomb. With their tongues they have practiced deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways. And the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. 
The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant to us, Lord, we beseech thee, the spirit to think and do always such things as are right, that we who cannot do anything that is good without thee may by thee be enabled to live according to thy will, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. We begin tonight with the, the beginning of the book of Micah. And just a little background. This takes place. There'd been a a time of relative peace for both the southern kingdom of Judah with its capital of Jerusalem and the northern kingdom of Israel with its capital at Samaria. And that ended when the Neo-Assyrian Empire started flexing its muscles. And, you know, I've always thought that was a really good name for a heavy metal band, Neo-Assyrian Empire. And they started putting pressure on the their their neighbors to the south. And then at some point, the king died, and the northern king of Israel rebelled against the, 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 the empire, and they were crushed and put down. And Samaria was, the capital was destroyed, and this is the, the time that Micah is writing after it's been destroyed. And his point is that the reason that Samaria was destroyed was for its unfaithfulness. It was the northern kingdom of Israel, but they had turned away. They had, in essence, perverted the, the, the God's teachings to his chosen people. They, the ones who sort of remained faithful to the faith, took parts of the, what we call the Old Testament and took out parts they didn't like. So for them, they rejected the notion that God was present in Jerusalem at the temple. They thought he was present in all high places. And so they built a, almost a mock temple in, in Samaria on their high mountains. But they also turned to other gods. And so, as Micah explains, this the reason that they're destroyed is because God failed to save them from themselves because they have turned away. If you turn away from God, you cannot expect God to protect you from that. You are 
making your own bed and having to lie in it. So this is the context in which he's writing. And as he goes on throughout the rest of it, he'll start talking about the iniquities of the Southern Kingdom and offer predictions of what's going to happen to them with the what we now know as the Neo-Babylonian Empire, which is another good name for a metal band. So these things are things to look out for as we continue in Micah. And then our, our New Testament lesson tonight, this beginning of chapter 3 of uh, Paul's letter to the Romans, is an interesting exploration of why we continue to look at the Old Testament and why it's still important to us. What Paul is dealing it with is that if God, if Jesus comes and everything is new and renewed in him, he dies for all our sins. And there's judgment on Jerusalem, how they've been unfaithful. They, and he's, he's been talking about their failure to, to maintain the law and how the law is insufficient for our salvation. What then is, is, was the point of being Jew, Jewish? What is the point of this whole history that goes into this? Isn't just belief in Jesus enough, and then we can go on from there? Is it enough to learn just his gospel? Is it enough just to accept him? And then we can go on. Why do we bother with this, this Old Testament stuff? Why do we continue to look at it? And what he's getting at is that the law is still important because it taught Israel what sin was, what the nature of sin, and our own ultimate powerlessness to fight sin on our own without God's help. The entirety of the Old Testament tells the story of humanity's struggle with sin and its struggle to make its way on its own power and rejection of God, constantly rejecting him. And even his chosen people, when he cho chose them and pulled them out and gave them special information special blessings, how that's ultimately man is his own worst enemy. So the reason that we read these things is because it, God speaks to us in a story of humanity. And so all the events of the Old Testament from the beginning of, of creation up until Jesus' time, all these stories are telling us why Jesus is necessary, why he had to do what he had to do, and shows us our own failures in our spiritual lives and our lives without Christ, and how these things repeat and continue. And so these are always watchwords and lessons for us. They are always speaking to us in not only as things that happened in the past, but are things that are still happening within the hearts of men all the time, and why it is necessary for the sacrifice of Jesus, and why his death on the cross brings together both Jew and Gentile into this new 
new humanity that we call the church. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. We will continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590, and we'll take a moment to call to mind our own intentions and those for whom we're praying for. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this evening. Hope you have a great Thursday night. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Everybody. Thank you. Have a good evening. <laughs> yeah, you get out of here. Wait.